My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I gotta keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Stronger Revolution podcast. As the intro said, my name is Matthew Becker. Before we get into today's topic, if you are enjoying the show, please head over to um, iTunes or Spotify, uh, like the show, follow the show, leave us a review, give us a five-star rating, share it with other people so that other people can share um, in the knowledge and success that you are experiencing following the various systems and tactics and everything else that we're discussing, not only in today's show and previous shows, but in all of the various shows that are to come. All right. Now, on today's episode, we're going to talk about something uh, that I would look at as being perhaps the most important topic that we have discussed to date. I may have said in the past that whatever I was talking about is really important. I don't actually recall, and I didn't go back and listen to all my previous episodes to see if I'd made that statement. But if I had, I'm going to say that today's topic is up uh, above and beyond the importance of all the other topics that we've talked about. Because without today's topic, anything that we've talked about thus far is not going to happen. I don't put this early on in my explanations of this process that we've been going through because I'd like to get buy-in on the other topics first so that you're starting to make changes, develop new habits, develop new systems or processes within your life before we talk about what we're going to talk about today. So without further ado, today's topic is consistency. Bottom line, it isn't enough for you to simply say that you want to do something. It isn't enough to say that you're going to make a change in your life. It isn't enough to actually start to schedule changes or to think about your purpose, to think about your core values, to think about the three pillars of the most important things in your life. You actually have to start taking actions toward this. This is something that we've been talking about over the last three episodes. So two episodes ago, we talked about goal setting and how we set a big goal and then we reverse engineer that goal back so that we can see, okay, this goal is going to take a a year. So what am I going to do on six months? What am I going to do every month? What am I going to do every week? What am I going to do every day in order to reach that goal? And what we do on a daily basis ends up becoming our aggregation of marginal gains, our 1% gains every day that lead us closer to our big goal. And because we have a purpose, because we know what we are trying to achieve, because we have core values so we know how we're going to achieve it, and then we have 
the three most important things outlined in our life that is going to help us achieve that purpose, right? We know what we need to do on a daily basis. Those aggregation of marginal gains are going to get us one step closer to achieving our purpose. So that was the goal setting episode. Then after that, we talked about sort of the principle of getting over paralysis by analysis, getting over over analyzation, and just getting started on something. I was reading a book uh, this past week. It was, it's called Profit First. Um, it's in my bag. I, I don't have it out for the, the author, but the, the book is called Profit First and the idea of Profit First. It's a book for really any business, but around the CrossFit affiliate community, it's been um, being uh, talked about as really great for small businesses and entrepreneurs who start up businesses and then have a difficult time paying themselves because all of their money goes into expenses and paying um, employees or businesses or anything else in the startup phase. And the idea of the book is, well, what you should do is you should take every dollar that comes in and from the beginning, you start to divide out a percentage of every dollar so that you have a percentage that goes to profit, income, operating expenses, etc. And if you do that, then you are putting your profit in the company first from the day that you open up your doors, regardless of what the book is about. The point is, when I was reading this earlier in the week, the author essentially echoed what the entire episode was about last time. He talked about how he gives you a step-by-step process into how to lay out your various bank accounts and your accounting and the money that's coming in the business. Put all of this together so that you are paying yourself from day one. And one of the ways that he does that in the book, not giving away too much of the book here, is through the different percentages that he recommends that you take of every dollar that comes into the business. And he says, in the beginning, we have these ideals of what we want these percentages to be, but you're not going to be able to take those percentages out of every dollar in the beginning. You start at one point and you work in slow steps into those perfect percentages. It was the same exact message we had last last time in, in the podcast is pick a place to start, get used to that, and then adjust accordingly so that You're not waiting until your new habit, your new system, whatever it is, is perfect before you take your first step. That was last episode. So we talked about the goals. We know how to set goals. We talked about just getting started toward those goals. Now today, I'm going to tell you it's not just enough what we've talked about over the last two episodes. Now you have to look at consistent action toward those goals. Action alone is not enough. It has to be action that is done on a regular, scheduled basis that takes you one step towards your goal. Consistency. Something that's done on a regular basis. We're going to talk about, eventually in this episode, what that quote-unquote regular basis is, but it has to be something that's done on a regular basis. In the past, I've used the example of somebody who comes into my gym and says, I want to lose a bunch of weight and I want to get in shape. Like, okay, you're in the gym. You took the first step. You walked through the door. That's all great and wonderful. And then we're going to talk to him a little bit about redefining that goal. Um, people who have talked to me in uh, my our private meetings before who come in and say, I want to lose weight. 
I usually force them to sort of narrow that down a little bit because whether or not you like to hear it, the goal of losing weight is sort of a vague, unattainable goal in the fitness industry. That aside, once we have that person in the gym and we've redefined their goal, now what we're going to do is we're going to lay out a roadmap for them. And we're going to say to attain your goal, let's just use this as an example, you need to come to the gym three days a week. And you need to eliminate the four sodas that you drink every day from your diet. And then in three months, they come back and they say, hey, I haven't lost any weight. Uh, CrossFit doesn't work. I'm leaving. And I can look back at them and I can check our online scheduling system and I can look and I can say, well, in the last three months, you've been here a total of 12 times. That means you didn't make it in three days a week. And I can see because you still have that can of soda in your hand that you haven't eliminated the soda from your diet. So is it really CrossFit that doesn't work or are you being inconsistent in the steps that we told you you need to do in order to reach your goal. Consistency is key. Without it, we can talk about goals and changes and everything that we want to make to our lives, but it's never going to work if we don't get consistent. When I talk about consistency, I'm not just talking about one thing that we're going to do in our lives. I'm talking about consistency in everything that we do in our lives. Consistency in when we wake up in the morning, what our morning routine is like, what we eat every day, when do we work out, when do we put time toward our most important things, when do we go to bed at night, what kind of social circles we interact with, how much money we put away toward savings, how much TV time we allow ourselves to have every day, how much reading time we want to allow ourselves to have every day, how much time we waste on social media, how much time we spend listening to podcasts, all right? This is all working into this consistency window so that we are doing essentially the same thing on a regular basis that is going to help us reach our goal. So as it would apply to our purpose, what does consistency look like? Uh, kind of already identified this, but um, when we are looking to be consistent, what we're trying to avoid is the starting something up and then failing, and then starting something up and then failing, okay? And the way that we're going to do this is we are going to look at two different aspects of a consistent practice, two things that are necessary in order to say that we are conducting a regular consistent practice. The first thing is scheduling, and the second part is tracking. So when we are trying to consistently work toward our goals, there are two things that we must be able to do. We must be able to schedule our regular consistent action, and we must be able to track that action in order to determine in the end, were we really consistent in our actions toward our goals? So scheduling and tracking. In order to look at the scheduling aspect, we have to first look at what it is that we are trying to achieve. So let's get it in with another example. Always easiest to think about these things with examples. Let's assume for a second that um, I've got another member that walks in the gym. Let's just stick with fitness. Easy topics. I have another individual who walks in the gym. And through 
our various conversations, we come up with the fact that this person wants to be able to do a muscle-up. For those of you who aren't familiar with the with fitness too much, a muscle-up is a pull-up where you pull yourself all the way up and over top of the pull-up bar and then you press out of the top from a dip. So you eventually end up from below the bar to above the bar. We assess this individual, we see where they are today, and we determine that we think it's going to take them six to eight months in order to achieve their goal. So the first thing you have to do when you are looking at achieving your goal and you're looking at how you're going to schedule your goal is you have to find somebody in the industry that has already achieved the goal that you're trying to achieve. In this instance, somebody who wants to achieve a muscle-up is going to come into our gym because people in this gym have achieved a muscle-up. We have an idea of how long that's going to take. I've also used examples in the past of um, this podcast, right? I want, let's say, uh, 50,000 listeners to my podcast. I don't know. I just threw a number out. I'm going to look and I'm going to try to find somebody else in a similar industry that has achieved 50,000 listeners to their podcast. I've mentioned this in earlier episodes too. Uh, I think it was in the goal setting episode about when you have a goal, the best thing to do is to find somebody who has already achieved that goal. And, you know, uh, one of my listeners came to me and, and they were laughing at the fact that I said, you know, unless the guy's a dick, he's going to talk to you. Well, maybe my language is a little harsh, but, you know, the, the bottom line is you find somebody who has achieved that particular goal and you approach that person, you approach that industry, you approach that company, and chances are they're going to talk to you, all right? They're, they're not going to put up a wall and say, no, no, I'm keeping all of my secrets private. So you, you figure out this goal, you go and you find somebody who has achieved that goal. So that's number one, you find somebody to talk to. Number two is you're going to ask that person to give you a rough time estimate of how long it's going to take you to achieve the goal. Let's say it's one year. Whatever your goal is, it's going to take you a year. Our person comes into the gym, I think I actually just said like six to eight months in the example earlier, but let's make it a year. Our person comes in and... They say, I want to do a muscle-up. We look, they're relatively good at a pull-up. We're like, okay, I think we can work with this. I give it a year. Right? So we now know what it is. We, we've met somebody. We know what it is that we need to do in order to uh, get to that goal. And um, we know how long it's going to take to get to that goal. And then the third question is, how often do I have to work on this in order to achieve my goal in one year? So we, we know what needs to be done, how long it's going to take, and how often do I have to do this in order for me to achieve, achieve the goal in that amount of time, right? So that's, that's the three steps, the three questions that you have to ask in order to start to schedule your goal, schedule your consistent action to get to that goal. So the individual comes into the gym. And they say, I want to achieve a muscle-up. We do our pull-up assessment, our dip assessment, our body weight assessment, everything else. We look at the individual and we say, that's a great goal. It's going to take you probably about a year to get there if you are practicing three days a week. So we know what the goal is. We know how long we think it's going to take them to achieve the goal. And we know how often they have to work on their goal in order to achieve it in that amount of time. One year working it at, at, toward that goal three days a week. 
Now it's that person's job to start to track their actions. So that's the second part of consistency. We have the scheduling and we have the tracking. The tracking is important for any goal because you have to be able to look along the process and make sure that you are achieving smaller goals, achieving subsets, achieving 1% gains on a daily basis if that's how often you have to do it in order to get to that goal. And those achievements have to be trackable. In other words, I'm not going to tell somebody who wants to achieve a muscle-up, just go out and start doing a whole bunch of pull-ups. I don't know if they're getting any better. But if I tell somebody, you need to go out and you need to be able to do 40 pull-ups as fast as possible. And then I can look and I can see, okay, I've got a baseline. And now maybe in two months, I'm going to tell this person to do 40 pull-ups again. One of the reasons that I might have them do that is so that I can see, are they getting consistently faster? Are they getting consistently stronger? Are they increasing their endurance and their ability to pull their chin from below the bar to above the bar? It's just going to be one of multiple metrics that I'm going to look at in order to determine if this person is getting closer to the actually achieving of his goal of getting one muscle up within a year-long period. So the Second part of any consistent action, it has to be trackable. I know what I need to do. I know how long it's roughly going to take. I know how often I have to work on it. And now I know whether or not I'm working toward it because I'm tracking my actions. So summarizing what we're looking at, the most important thing to achieving any goal is regular, consistent action. And I told you earlier, I would define what regular, consistent action is. Regular, consistent action is the how often you have to work towards something in order to achieve the goal in a certain amount of time. That's your regular, consistent action. That might be on a daily basis. That might be on a weekly basis, right? Maybe it's a goal that I only have to work on once per week. Let's take another example. I'm currently trying to achieve a uh, certification, an online certification through a company called Precision Nutrition. What it's going to do is it's going to allow me to give my clients, especially my individual clients, better nutrition advice in order for them to reach various goals in which nutrition is an impact. One of those goals might be they want to lose body fat percent. So it's going to allow me to give them better nutrition advice, better nutrition programs for them to help achieve that goal. I know that the book, the textbook that they sent uh, along with this program is 18 chapters. And they recommend that you take roughly 18 weeks to complete their program because you should be able to complete one chapter per week. At the end of every chapter, I have to take a test. So every Sunday, I've made it a goal to sit down and take one of the tests. So I have 18 chapters. That's what it's going to take for me to achieve my goal. How long? It's going to take me roughly 18 weeks. How often do I have to work on it? On a weekly basis. So if I have a 30-page chapter that I have to get in in seven days, I know that I have to read roughly four, or I'm sorry, uh, what is that, six to seven, 
pages, uh, five to seven pages probably on average, um, a day in order so that if I start on Monday, I will end on Sunday and I'll be able to take the test. So I'm simply reverse engineering this and I know that come Sunday, if I'm not ready to take my test because I wasn't consistent throughout the week reading my five to seven pages a day so that when I get to the end of the week, I am prepared to take my test. Okay, I think at this point, I'm starting to beat a, a dead horse, <laughs> which that always sounds different in my head than when I say it, but um, I'm beating a dead horse with this whole idea of consistency. I think you've got it, right? We've got to get regular consistent action. So let's go ahead and end the episode there. We'll come back in a couple of weeks with a new topic that's going to sort of fall within line here of now that we have this overarching purpose, core values, and three pillars of important things we need to do in our lives, now we're starting to build how we structure our life in order to better achieve those goals. So let's end with a quote. This week's quote comes from Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is, eh, what would you call him, a motivational speaker, um, somebody who has taken a lot of time um, breaking down various behaviors that are common in human beings, and he goes out to individuals and companies, and he does a lot of this stuff. He helps talk to them about their behaviors and their motivations and how they can adjust those behaviors in order to bring better clarity to their life, reach goals. Uh, yeah, I think I would usually just put him together as, as a motivational speaker, but great stuff. He's got a podcast. You can read a lot about his, his books and other various things, but he's, his quote for this week is, quote, it's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives. It's what we do consistently, end quote. All right, guys. Look at your stuff that you're doing to try to achieve your goals. Try to break it down onto your regular, consistent basis so that you are taking your consistent action toward those goals. Thank you for listening. I hope you love the show. We'll talk to you next time.